Welcome, guys. What's up? Welcome to the self-evident podcast. What's up? What's up? It's Sunday night, 7 p.m. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's one of them things. It's it's one of those days uh, we come to you with news and topics and teaching you stuff. So we are here. You are here. We're all ready to go. Richard, you ready to go? The man's ready to go. It's game on. Hey, it's game on. Guys, comment where you're from. Share this video right now. We got a lot of cool stuff happening uh, nationally right now, especially with self-evident. But go ahead and share this video. Share it with your friends. Get everybody involved as much as possible because guess what? There's so much to talk about, so much there to do. Is. And a lot of action to take. So go for yes. it, Yes. Do not forget to check out our social media. Done. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The stereotypical social media plug. We're going to do it. So YouTube. Get on the YouTube. 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 And make sure to comment. Make your comments. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share. Uh, click notification. Excuse me, I had to swallow. We also are on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Rumble. We're on BitChute. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on the moon. We're on Earth. We're here. We're there. We're, We're everywhere. everywhere. So check us out. Share us. Guys, one of the most beautiful things about sharing us is it means you put the responsibility on us to teach that topic. Yep. You don't have to worry about it. That's exactly right. Just share it. Just share it. Somebody goes, I don't like that. You say, talk to them. We'll talk. Hey, comment, say hi. If you guys have any negative things that you want to talk to us about, great. Put it down there. We'll answer it. Uh, <laughs> but I, if no, you got positive, that too. If you too. got positive too, go for it. <laughs> guys, we, we just, there's a lot going on, and I know you want to kind of, I, no, I, no, want, no, you to, I want you to really uh, uh, direct. Now, today's podcast was advertised, me and Carrie. Carrie got really sick last week, uh, about midweek, and she didn't even finish out the tour with me. I was out of town. I was in Michigan and Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, she couldn't even finish out the tour, so she pretty much stayed in the hotel room for like three days straight. Uh, and she's still kind of feeling under the weather, so she's not going to be with us tonight. And I apologize. She apologizes profusely um, because she kills it every time she comes on. She does so well. Yep. So I so said, you're stuck with B. I was, was, was going to say, <laughs> we we settled with him. So sorry. I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no dude are you it's crazy no man dude we, he went out touring again last week uh first time this year and he just killed it so we're really excited to talk about all that there's more yeah we'll, we'll we'll tell you more share 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 folks like the video share it and uh let's get rocking let's let's do a five second share off right ready one two three four five if you have Bam. not shared it yet um there are kitties that are losing yeah. food because don't, of you. Don't forget, too, we're on YouTube, all that stuff. I mean, yep. we're, we're everywhere, so go Anyways, for it, guys. now that we've done all of the all the promotion, all of that, are you ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, Rock news bits, news bits. Let, and news bits, let's, let's news move bits. All right, so let's go to slide number one. Let's do it. Our, oh, no, that's not slide number one. Richard, not slide number one. No, no? where's the BLM one? The co-founder. Oh, oh he happens. Somebody, somebody Someone. told us there was duplicates. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. If he comes up with it, he comes up with it. That's okay. So the BLM co-founder, she cashed in. Baby. Money, money, money. She done cashed in. She, she cashed in. What did she do now? What, what, she, she, yeah, we'll, she, okay. We'll discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's what's crazy is that this is the socialism plot. This happens all the time. At least with free markets, we know, hey, rich get richer. Go out there and kick butt, right? Free markets. It's, you get rich on your own demise, or on, I'm sorry, on your own demise, <laughs> on your own efforts. I mean, Whereas it with so- counts. right, yeah, I guess. But I mean, with socialism, they force you to make everybody equal. Here, you can be equal because if you bust your butt, you can. Now, with, there's obviously cronyism. There's obviously a lot of things like hatred. 
keeping people down, pride, all that stuff that happens. But the free market system was created for that reason. Yeah. But socialists do this all the time. It's the 1%. They're crazy. I, they're such bad people and they're all rich and all those other things. And now what happens with... <laughs> and and if and we'll describe in a second what happened with her. But if it, it, the funniest thing you and I were talking about this yep. is I don't, I don't begrudge her. It's kind of like, do whatever you want, man. You're making money. The only problem is you rail against other people that make money it's like just make money do what yeah, you need I mean, to do and I, honestly <laughs> like she made a ton of cash she's buying some properties right you know what they're gonna do in the media they're probably gonna say but she bought those to help the poor and the homeless watch you know and it'll be for a photo op or something <laughs> right who knows right but hey she made money if people are foolish enough to give that socialist group money it's on sure. them so, so she made money so her name is patrice Calors. She's doing it, guys. Uh, she is making waves. She's being successful. She is being an entrepreneur. Last year, she signed a multi-year and wide-ranging deal with Warner Brothers. For what? For what? We may ask. She'll develop and produce original programming across broadcast, cable, and streaming platforms. I'm sorry, but it's probably not going to be original because no programming has been original right, for the right, past right, 10 right, years. Right. She will quote Marx, <laughs> Nietzsche, yep. all them guys. Everything's you know, racist. Because she's trained, yeah. But she'll make money. Everybody's racist. Everybody hates them. Uh, everybody keeps people down. We've already talked about this a hundred times. I don't believe in that. I do believe that people hate each other, and I do believe in pride. But bottom line is government's done more to oppress people than racism has. Yeah, so absolutely. So it seems in celebration, Colors, the Marxist, bought a home for $1.4 in an area with a 0.4% black population. Comrade Colors, we salute you. We want you to know, great Comrade. for you. Comrade so, Colors. <laughs> this is how easy deception is. And it's so crazy because now we're looking at Biden uh, talking about court stacking and all these other things where he condemned that. The whole left condemned that when Trump uh -huh. was electing officials. And this is what happens. It's all hypocrisy. It's all based on hypocrisy. Left, right, all the same thing to me. This is what we're seeing nationally right now is, hey, you know, we're going to cash in on our because you know what she's she's thinking. Well, if they can have it, I can have it, too. Yep. What about the people under you, though? What are they doing? All those people that you had come out and volunteer and protest. What are they doing? Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, shall we? Um, so this is one of three homes. OK. And she was looking at property in the Bahamas uh, in some ultra exclusive resorts where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods had places. Uh, this is priced between five and 20 million. Um, the daily report, I'm sorry, we're having some camera stuff. The daily daily signal reports that an estimated 90 million BLM took in, in 2020, Michael Brown senior, you know, father of Michael Brown jr. Who got shot in Ferguson. Uh, he's received about 500 bucks. 500 500 bucks from blm good for you blm um also blm says it committed 21.7 million grant funding but it ended 2020 with a positive balance of 60 million their expenses were about 8.4 million my question is what you gonna do with the 60 million yeah what are they doing what you doing where where's this money going you're so you need to you know provide this distribute to, to the needs. poor yes. why, yeah why aren't you down in beverly hills and on hollywood and rodeo drive where all those tents are 
and going on handing out some cash because there's a lot of people there that are probably black or whatever. They're veterans, I'm sure, that there's more veterans that are homeless, right? What about those guys? You know, why aren't we giving to that, you know, money to those guys? Oh, is it because agendas? Yes. It's the same thing with Bill Gates. All, a lot of these guys are just agenda driven. They have yep. a ton of money to push agendas. You know, these guys keep talking about Bill Gates. I just saw him on a TED talk. I don't know if it was a TED talk or something. Um, and it wasn't the one that everybody quotes. It was just something more recent where he said, you know, with with vaccinations and with more uh, 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 care, you know, what do they call it? Uh, 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 pre-birth care, you know, like Planned yeah. Parenthood. You know, we could reduce our population to 10, 15 percent. You know, and I know what he was trying to say, but you're basically airing out your dirty laundry. What he's saying yeah. is well, there's just a lot of unwanted pregnancies out there. A lot of people just getting pregnant for no reason. We could drop this because, our, you know, our our, our um, population worldwide is going to be pushing nine billion. You know, we need to stop this you know, type of thing. And it's like, why not? Wh who are you to tell people to stop yeah. having kids? And you want people to stop having kids? Teach them the law of God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sex after marriage not before messy that's not possible oh yeah it people is. can't do that yeah this whole theory about i gotta test the cow before i buy it yeah probably not 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 not, not the things of god you know the bottom line is he said trust me for the cow that's what he's saying i know that's kind of graphic i probably a really bad <laughs> hey sorry it just is what it is so uh, oh, you're right. and, you're and, right. andrew gurink just said it's a wonder that she can sustain all that because she's got so much money yeah. this whole organization uh, and Andrew just said they want global population control as, as if they are God. Truth. And it's funny because it's like, when did man start becoming Thanos? Yeah. Yeah. Determining who yeah, can who, and who can't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Excessive world population. I keep thinking about this. And people are like, you know, oh, my gosh, our world is getting overpopulated. It's like we haven't. There, there's so much of Asia we haven't tapped oh. into. There's so much of uh, Iowa we haven't tapped into. Missouri. <laughs> you Do you remember the the population crisis that we had? I don't know what, what, what it was. Maybe 20 years ago, they were bringing up how we're about to be Sorry, the bull. Everybody's <laughs> commenting, the cow? <laughs> Sorry, it's live. I don't do everything right, you know? I'm close to perfect. <laughs> no, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but do you remember the, the population the crisis it was probably oh, yeah. like 15 20 15, years ago, 20 years when ago. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah, going to be yeah, overpopulated yeah. and now suddenly nobody talks about that mind you the west especially many of the countries in the west are under replacement rates in terms of birth dude yeah so we're causing our but own civilization same. extinction yeah. isn't it the same kind of hail marys that they throw out there with like the aocs when she's like oh the world's going to end in 12 years yeah yeah it's the same you know you can't dude. prove it if if the conservatives said that conspiracy theorists, they don't know what they're talking about. And these guys are like, oh, my gosh, if we don't put on masks, millions and millions of people are going to die. Oh, my goodness. What's going to happen? And it's like now I'm not the one walking around with a mask and I'm the conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I'm the one not wanting a vaccine and I'm the conspiracy theorist. When you're when you're literally wearing a mask in your car, there was a woman that <laughs> we were driving. To, we were driving to the restaurant today and a woman kept. She was like two, three car lengths behind. She would never go all the way up when she stopped at a stoplight. I'm like, what's she think? COVID going to come to the car Probably. or something? You know what I mean? Like, Probably. It's crazy, you know? <laughs> uh, I've got stories, but I won't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to, but it's like, yeah, I won't air it publicly. Should I? Should I not? Should I Should not? I? Should I not? Guys, continue <laughs> to share the video because we've got a lot to chat about. Now, yes, we do. this information that we're giving you is uh, something that's known, but well, why we do these things, because he works really hard on the news bit stuff, but 
there's just so much biblically that we need to handle that nobody yeah. really talks about. That's why we're doing this. And we we like to draw how do I want to say this? We like to give you what's going on in the world and and help shape okay the the Christian view of it, the conservative view of it, the the foundational constitutional view of it. You know, we we want to help flesh that out so when you're thinking about these things and we want you to look into this stuff. We want you to form your own opinion, but hey, this is our opinion and this is how we view these things and we we think, hey, we're, well, there's, we're right once in a while. No, there's there's know? definitely more too because like this woman is cashing in on a thing called socialism which is antithetical to our constitution. Yeah. But isn't it ironic that they're pushing socialism under the constitution? Hear what I'm saying? They're using the liberties of the constitution to push a different government, a different uh, a different uh, thought process, yeah. a different, uh, what is it, ideology, I should say, not government, but ideology, uh, all those things. Notice how they're using the First Amendment, a God-given right, to push something completely antithetical to its own law. Yeah, That's just like a, a pimp saying that it's okay to, 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 to have women, that I can just go let it be abused and things like that, because yeah. guess what? God gave me freedom. Yeah, God gave yeah, me yeah. free will, and that's that's the most dangerous part of that. Of that is dangerous. And liberty. Yes, you know when when we profess liberty, basically what we're saying is we're open, open season, and socialism, Marxism, communism, it uses those liberties to its advantage. And even even Islam does that. Yeah, same same you know? thing, dude. These BLM people, listen to us, guys. I don't care what side of the fence you're on on this because I love talking either side. But hear me out. If they're willing to silence one side, eventually when they get their way, they will silence you too. Yep. Because if you're not under their regime, they will force you to be under their regime. Let, let me let me ask you this. If it's such a good idea, why do they need to force it? Yep. Communists, uh, communists especially in the West, have a slogan that liberals get the bullet too, right? So if Ooh. you're not far enough left... You'll get the bullet too, so which is what you're seeing now with the you. with the more progressives. They yeah. don't like the they, they they remember when Nancy Pelosi was in a fight with AOC. Yeah, and the yeah. guys, <laughs> they're already turning on each other, dude. They, they are because there will always be those people who feel you need to go farther and farther, right? So let's go to slide number two, the Denmark one. There we go. We're back on track. AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson. So this is where the podcast will probably be shut down on Facebook and YouTube. Just be aware. Um, Let's do they it. were unpaused or banned in various countries. Now, we are not saying this in order to start some crazy, wild chaos and and uh, stampede. But what we wanted to do was just kind of show what's going on with the vaccines. Okay, um, AstraZeneca has been banned in Denmark. Uh, the total is now 18 countries which have actually banned the vaccine, paused or suspended the use of it. And both the AstraZeneca and the Johnson Johnson and actually the Russian Sputnik V, these vaccines are built off what's the adenovirus. And there's thoughts that this may be causing a rare blood clotting side effects in the brain. Um, it's very rare. It happens about three dozen people in Europe. Um, there's been a couple of cases in the U.S. The big thing is they're, they're pausing. And one of the things that we need to point out on this is this isn't FDA approved. None of these vaccines are truly FDA approved. They're under emergency use of authorization, which means that you don't have to go through the full gamut of testing because this is basically the testing trial period. So what's going to happen is because they wanted to push it out so quick, they got it out. 
which they they felt they needed to. They got it out. And now you are actually the test population for it. They did testing and trials and all that before they put it out on the public. But emergency use of authorization means that it's not fully FDA approved. They haven't hit that point where the FDA says, yes, this is safe. So you're going to have stuff like this show up. That's just giving you a heads up. Whether or not you feel it's important to take that vaccine is up to you. We're not going to tell you don't do it. We're not going to tell you you must do it. You need to make a decision for you. That's why we talk about liberty. That's why we talk about having your own individual right on whether or not to put this substance that is not FDA approved into your body. Yeah. That's up to you. You know, it's funny. I just looked at this thing uh, while I was, I'm sorry that I was kind of out of it. I was letting you talk, but, uh, and that's that I was letting you, I don't let him do anything. He does it all himself. Uh, March 4th, uh, Catholics shouldn't have to worry about the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. That was Dr. Dr. Fauci. He was talking about stem cells, but then in the same breath, he was like, I would take any vaccine available right now. It should be safe. Everything's good. Now he's saying, no, we got to be careful with the vaccines that are coming out right now. Do you he's see what's so going crazy, on? Man. They are such flip-floppers, and that proves follow the science. Believe the science. This dude doesn't even know what he's doing. I literally have it right now. It's a, it was on the uh, NewJersey.com. Uh, it says Catholics shouldn't have to worry about the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine, March 4th, 2021, right? And it was, uh, it's, it's funny because like this dude will say things like we're going to lose two to 3 million people because of COVID. Do you remember that when yep. it came out in January last year? Yep. Oh my gosh. If we don't, oh my gosh, we didn't even have a vaccine or anything. Right. And the only reason we lost 200,000 at that time was because we all took safe measures or you freaked everybody out for no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, they're actually concerned about this because basically what they've said is, okay, if you take the vaccine and you start having headaches or stomach aches, you should go to the emergency room. Well, now we're back to people filing into the emergency room because they're scared because they've been told through the news, hold, 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 hold. Those symptoms that you're having that could be could amount to anything, you need to rush into the emergency yeah. room. Remember, one of the reasons that the emergency rooms were so full was because people got scared when they felt crappy or they had a little cough or something yep. like that. And I'm not diminishing COVID, no, but, but, but somebody let's, goes, <coughs> but let's get real. They go, I need to go to the emergency room because I'm going to die if I don't go. Yeah. And how many tests did Elon Musk take? And they Four. were all false positives. He, he had so two many false, po two, two positives, positives two, two false, false, right? All these tests that people are saying, we've, we, all these people have tested positive. How many tests did they run? Was yeah. that the first test? Was it really COVID? Right. The second thing, when they're in emergency rooms, they start putting them on ventilators, realizing ventilators were creating more yeah, of the problem. Yeah, they found out that was an issue. So follow the science, they say. I can't trust you with a ventilator. <laughs> I can't follow the science because the science is going. Like yeah, this. and it's not the nurses we're against. We're not yeah. against the nurses or the doctors. They're only doing what they're told to do. Right. But you're telling me to follow science. You don't even know what science you're following. It's not even science. It's an agenda. Yeah. That's what and they're that's, doing. And. That's a perfect segue to get into our next news bit because this this really relates. Let's oh, can I make one more point before we get into yeah. that? Just because you don't get side effects from a vaccine does not mean it's safe. It just means that your immune system's good and that it's fighting yeah. it off and it's rejecting and everything in there. That doesn't mean that the vaccine is safe and it's effective. It doesn't mean anything. And that's that's one conversation that I've I've had with people is my I'm concerned about long-term effects obviously. Okay. Because it hasn't been tested. The other part of it is I'm healthy. 
And what they're finding are these blood clots are happening actually in younger people. Um, but I'm healthy. And the statistics bear it out that young and healthy, it's not an issue for you. And I was reading some stats today that said there's a big difference in between Republicans and Democrats, what they view as the percentage of people being hospitalized by COVID. There's a lot of people who Ooh. believe 50% of people are hospitalized by COVID. No, the number is actually between like 1% and 4%. Wow. So remember, 1% to 4% of people who catch COVID are the ones who are hospitalized. We need to put this in perspective. Yeah, and, and I'm not afraid to say this either, that when a 90-year-old person died of COVID, or it could be because they were 90. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At one point, they were running, <laughs> it was life expectancy, and then uh, average age of COVID death was like two years higher than life expectancy. And it's it's a sad state of affairs that those people pass that way, but it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's, it is what it is. Uh, pretty much a wind could blow them over at that point, you know? Uh, sorry, callous. <laughs> and, no. and do not forget, before we get into this, do not forget, number one indicator or, or correlation of death by COVID, age. Number two, obesity. Look it up. Look it up, folks. I got the COVID, and it he was survived because he's young. And it was probably because of obesity. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Ironically, remember when I got it? It was after protesting do, yeah. the, the, the mask <laughs> the mandates, mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I would do it all over again. Oh, uh, dude, that's progressive fodder right there. So let's go to slide number three, because Veritas does it again, and you'll understand the segue on this part. So you would think CNN and media would just stop talking ever they just stop stop now like stop going in public yeah cnn this, i'm talking to you cnn this is crazy stop going in public because more than likely once you get a couple beers in you you're gonna spill the beans bro if i were zucker i would put out a note and say that's it all you are locked down in the office 24 7 <laughs> just live here get your beds your monks now we're done because you guys keep spilling all of our secrets no kidding <laughs> but um, some progressive douchebag in a bar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> With most likely good-looking Tinder date. Literally, they met on Tinder. Um, a few beers. He'll vomit secrets all over the place. He did it. He did. He 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 was trying to you know look impressive. If you haven't seen this video, you really need to because just the the brazen attitude of these people. Um. So he was talking about Trump versus Biden. And I, Massey, you want to do a little role play with me? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so I'll I'll read the. You want to be the CNN guy? The, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, I'll be Veritas. Um, so your part's the first one, and then page two, I'll jump in. So let's do it. Which one is it? So in talking about Trump versus Biden, see it at the All bottom right. of page one. Uh, yep. So you'll read that, and then I'll jump in. Uh, Trump's hand was shaking. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we, we didn't we, practice this. Well, no, we didn't. And, and, and when I get these notes, he's got them so well up, but there's like a hundred other things that's on here. It's like, oh, good. Here we go. So it says Trump's hand was shaking or whatever. I think uh, we brought so many medical people here to tell a story that was all speculation, that he was neurologically damaged and that he was losing it. He's unfit to, you know, whatever. Uh, we're creating a story there that we didn't know anything about. That's what I think that I that's what. I think that's propaganda, he said, adding, we would always show shots of him, Biden, referring to Biden, jogging, and that he's healthy, you know, and that uh, him and the aviator shades, like, 
you paint him as a young geriatric. I guess I have a confession. <laughs> I, I worry about Biden and his health, I guess. Yeah. Your news health? What? No, I, I said Biden, our president. Oh, his health. I want to take care of him, make sure he's okay. He is definitely. The whole thing of him running during the entire like run for the campaign, showing him jogging is obviously a deflection of his age, and there CNN is trying to make it like, oh, I'm healthy. Is that what we did? I, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> we would always show shots of him jogging and that he's healthy, you know? And uh, he had aviator shades on. Like, you paint him as a young geriatric. So Chester went on to say that COVID-19 media coverage, back in COVID-19, should be coming to an end in the near future. Hmm, funny. He added that CNN is already preparing its shift in coverage to push and promote dun, 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 climate change fear. Chester? Yeah, Chester, he said to ADC, he done said this, yeah. <laughs> it's, going, it's going to be our focus, our CNN's focus. Like, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So the, uh, our next thing is going to be climate change awareness. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have a feeling that it's going to be like constantly showing videos of decline in ice, which is false and bull, <laughs> um, and weather warming up and like the effects it's having on the economy. Who decides that? The head of the network. Who, who is that? Is that... Zucker? Zucker, yeah. I imagine that he's got his counsel and they're all like discussed and what they think. So that's like the next pandemic, like story that will uh, be to death, but one, it's got that longevity. You know what I mean? Like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic. It'll taper off at a point and not be a problem anymore, but climate change can take years. So they, uh, our, our network will push it and be able to milk that quite a bit. So climate change overload. Be prepared. It's coming. Climate change is going to be the next COVID thing for CNN. You think it's going to be just like a, a lot of like fear for our climate? Yeah, fear sells. So and no, seen. And seen. And you know what? If it bleeds, it leads. That's the whole line. If it bleeds, it leads. The more that they can lead people through fear, that's how they're going to dominate. And guys, this is why scripture is so important. Mm -hmm. When he says 365 times fear not, that doesn't mean so you won't fear it because we do fear sometimes that you're not supposed to fear. That whatever the world says is antithetical to what God is saying. And the beautiful part of that is when you determine, I'm not going to fear, I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. So immediately what comes to mind is Peter walking across the water, looking at Christ. As soon as Christ, Peter's eyes get off Christ and on the waves, he starts to sink, right? And, and this, this story gets used a lot of times, but the idea is if you're going to keep your eyes on fear, you're not keeping your eyes on the Lord. Bingo. And you're going to get swayed to and fro by all of this news that's coming at you. Notice Chester outright said, yeah, we're going to we're going to cap the whole COVID thing. We're, we're kind of done with that. Yeah, it's already losing its luster. Most, it more and more people are shucking off the masks. Yeah, they, it, more and more. Where was where were we? So so perfect segue into the tours, right? Yeah. yeah. So so like we know COVID's going to taper off. And here's why we went to Ohio. I was all over the place there. No masks. Nobody said anything to me. Yeah. I'm coming in as an outsider from Florida. like, And I was flat out telling people, I'm like, I don't even think about your masks, man, because I live in a state where we don't do that. And our rates are down right now. We're actually doing well. So is Texas. Texas is doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they're like, every worker was like, dude, I wish I could do that. I wish. And it's their worker, their policy that they, yeah. they all have to do that. Right. We go to Michigan. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. There's only one place that enforced it hmm. and they wouldn't let me stay. And Carrie was sick. So I did it uh, in the hotel that we stayed at in Michigan. They were like, sir, you have to put it on. You got to put it over your nose. And I'm like, so if I put it if I don't put it over my nose, I am exposing you to covid. Like, just just think with me. She goes, 
and I, and I'm very cautious with like workers because yeah. they're just following they're orders. Doing their job. Yeah, and especially if they're not jerks about it. If they're being nice about it, like, hey, sir, look, I'm just trying to do my job. I understand. I'm not trying to push you, but I I gotta fill you with some facts. So as I'm filling out my paperwork, I'm filling them with facts. Like, have you guys thought about this? You know, all these other things. Carrie doesn't go in with her mask, you know, but she's yeah. feeling crappy anyway. So like, that was the only time I was forced to to I think forced to wear it. I would say force. Um, and, and it was just cause I needed to get her into a room. She needed to sleep. She was pretty sick. So that was it. We went up to Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. I walked around without it. Like <laughs> I didn't care. I mean, and I, and I, I'm not doing that to thumb people. I'm just doing it. Cause it's like, I'm free. I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Was it you or somebody else that was telling me that? No, 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 no. It was, uh, one of my bosses was telling me that he was in Publix recently and you know how Publix was super, Oh, super! They had, they had the lines down. Yeah, they had they, the lines and everything. They, they were the Gestapo when it came to masks and all that. And he said he was in in Publix and he's noticed people weren't wearing masks. Yeah, thank he, God. He noticed a handful of people more and more now. More yeah. and more now. Yeah, and now PSL burned out. Yeah, man. people. You know, PSL just lifted their restrictions. You know, all that stuff. Eventually, it's going to happen where it's like, okay, we just got to be back to normal. Yeah. Look at all these people out there, mask. They're not sick. They're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to wear off because you can only tell people lie, lie, uh, lie long enough and loud enough. Where eventually, all of a sudden, it's like you can't lie to the people all the time. Like they're yeah. they're, they're going to start eventually going, dude, this is ridiculous. We're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people are getting the vaccine, so they think that's what's keeping them safe. Totally fine. Do your thing. I a, a healthy immune system works too. Yep. Right. So I'm not thumbing you if you wear a mask. Good for you. Do it. That's your prerogative, totally your choice. You. And you know what? I'll stay six feet away from you if you want me to. All that stuff. If, if I'm in a closet with you or in a closet, if I'm in an <laughs> elevator with you, I was thinking elevator closet. What is wrong with me today? Cows in closets, right? If I'm in an elevator with you and you get really uncomfortable, not my fault. It is what it is. I'm going to do what I do, right? But I'm not affecting anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's where we got to be. Uh, one last nugget before we get, because today we wanted to just kind of talk about the tour and how things went. Um, but one last nugget. So I read this an hour before I got here for the podcast. Oregon, Oregon, whatever you want to call it, their OSHA is looking to place a permanent mask rule until they deem it's okay to repeal it. OSHA has no authority. OSHA, notice OSHA does not legislate. Can't They're, legislate, they yeah. are not allowed to make law, yet OSHA is talking about, well, we're going to make a mask mandate permanent. That's when you get runaway government. That's right. And and the OSHA office got flooded with complaints. Um, I don't think people in Oregon are, no. are really going to They're not going to take that. it. Yeah, and they'll, but, they'll rebel. But watch for that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is a perfect segue. We went out touring, uh, this week. You went out before I did. You went, ended up in Ohio at the first him and Richard, uh, the producer, uh, what is his name? Alexi, Alexi, Alexi tour with Mike <laughs> and they did good talking socialism. <laughs> we, we spread socialism for all comrades. Yeah. So they went to, uh, they went to Ohio and, and you, you can explain what happened, dude. I mean, you guys killed it, dude. So Ohio is really good. And if you're listening, you're from Ohio and you came out. Give us a shout out, yo. Give us a shout out. So good to see you guys. Um, Several of you came up, talked about how you still watch the podcast, which, man, it still blows my mind. You actually still watch this stuff. That's so cool, yeah. (laughs) But uh, so we did did a couple of different events. We did a, a event in Medina, Medina. Richard always gets it right. I always get it wrong because he's smart and he listens. I don't. 
Um, but that event was really good. I had taught about uh, the 1619 Project and the truths and the myths about slavery and the founding of of America, and which I have not forgotten that I need to send all send the slides to the mailing list. Don't don't worry, guys. I'll get it out to you. Um, and then yeah, first shout out to Lisa Woods. Yes, um, Lisa, she, you are amazing. Lisa and her family are amazing people. If you are in that area of Ohio, McFan, the the McFan group, Lisa Woods, absolutely amazing woman. Just just dynamite. I. I Huge cannot heart. say enough about how much I value friendship with her. Yeah, and you know, having the the some of the sicknesses and the, the things that are happening yeah. in her family, she's still she's going out and hundred percent. I know she's just killing it. Like it's no excuse. This woman has no excuse no. to stop. And I just love people like that. She's just a, she's a fighter. She's a doer. Yep. She's amazing, man. Lisa, we we honor <clears throat> you and, and we love you. We thank you so much for supporting us. Absolutely. And then uh, Richard and I moved on to Emmaus Church. Uh, out in Greenville, Ohio, and Pastor John Glenn and his family, dynamite people. Um, Richard and I just absolutely had a blessing of a time there. Um, I taught the the Sunday school. I taught about socialism and Marxism. Um, and guys, Massey and I have talked, and we're going to do like a 10-minute a educational, uh, more produced segment about who Marx was. Because if... I know I've yeah, talked about yeah, him yeah, yeah. And, and I've taught, but we, we want to condense this into and we, real we, information. We probably yeah. will put this in a video form for people to, yeah. to, to download for free. I don't really care <laughs> about because this information is so relevant today that we really need to teach it. And I think yep. we do it in a, in a different way, I think, than some. Um, but I think it's good. Yeah. So it, the church went really well. I, I did the main service. I did actually Massey's uh, foundational presentation and the, the knocked it out the part. beautiful thing is i love being able to just connect and minister to people um and and got to actually minister to pastor john a little bit not not that he needs it i mean man i i'm standing <laughs> standing in the shadow of a giant right there literally and figuratively he's like six five dude <laughs> brandon livingston was just on uh yeah. three, three wits's uh yeah son-in-law yep he was he was there too brandon came out Brandy, it was so good to see you, man. So good to see That's you. That's cool, dude. I, he, dude, he's still two years after two years, still watches the podcast, still loves it. I yeah. love that. Dude, That's so. It, it is cool, isn't it? Oh man, warms my heart. Uh, so you can cry. Yeah. <laughs> so got to got to interact with people, got to hang out, got to minister, got to teach, and then I'm gonna pass it off to my buddy Massey because they came into town. Yeah. Richard had to fly back to work. Yeah, so we we came into town on on Monday, um, and we had one event. I did a church in Ohio in Canal Winchester, and uh, it was Peace Lutheran, but it yeah. was it wasn't a church service. It was a Patriot group that meets there, and we did a class called uh, it, "It Takes One Person" or "The Majority Is You," uh, is what I finally named it. And I go through all these scenarios of what one person can do and how God never used a majority to win his battles and that, you know, we can all do something. So I kind of went through a little bit of a history of America. Then I go into what one person did, William Wilberforce, mm -hmm. Vernon Johns, uh, uh, Muhlenberg, you know, a lot of these guys told my story. And, you know, I think what people need and, and what I the, the, the number one response I get almost out of every event is I have hope again. I have hope again. And that. If what is it? Uh, uh, the uh, what does it say? Um, I'm thinking of scripture. It brings patience. Patience, experience, experience, hope. Well, what's the first part? Hope needs not be ashamed. So, like, there's when 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 you when you have patience, when you have the fruits of the spirit, when you have righteousness, 
I have hope now that God is, is fighting mm-hmm. for me and with me. Like if, if God wanted us done, he would have had us done already, but he's not. And so we talked about that next morning. We went off to the school. Yeah. Really small school. But that pastor was so cool, oh, man. He was a good guy. So it was a Christian school. And, you know, I do those quite often um, and, and it's cool. But the kids, because of COVID, the, the, the attendance was down. It was a Christian school. And uh, so we got to, it was a small school, but we got yeah. to minister so much to, to the teachers, to the, to the pastor. Mm-hmm. Pastor was very prophetic, very spiritual, very in the spirit, very in yeah. the know, uh, very, very awesome. Uh, it gave us courage, gave yeah. us hope how he's standing. He's praying for revival in his little town. And I believe it. We prayed with him for yeah. that. We're believing with him for that. So, I mean, there's so many cool places. And then comes Tuesday night where this was the first time I ever went to go see Mike speak. So he's gone to speak and I've never been with him. Uh, and, and, and because he's been with me before, but now he's doing it on his own. And I love being a fly on the wall. Uh, and I've been to this group two, three times. So yeah. like, and, and they're amazing. They're great. And I have different messages every oh, time I go. Awesome right. But Mike goes over there and, and does this whole Marxism, cultural Marxism, Marxism itself, and just knocked it out of the park. And, and you can explain the rest, dude, but it was so well done, dude. And I'm Thank proud you, of you, man. man. Yeah, Thank for sure. you. That, that group was great um they're they're nestled in um right along the border of west virginia and ohio you know kind of in that area in the hills and everything and very small town what maybe three thousand people something very small very small town but active very active and and the cool thing was like very just humble down-to-earth folk i i love it And, and I, I'm lifting them up with that description is because so often, especially in, in when you get like conservative groups, you get, yep. get yep. Yep. action groups, you get people that, that sometimes they're, they're kind of hoity on, on the whole, they, they just want to push and push and push and push. And these people are just super humble and down to earth, but they love the Lord, man. That was, that was the most beautiful part was they absolutely love the Lord. And the cool thing was what we didn't realize was there were a, large number of people there who had been there for the first time, which pressure is kind of on like, Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not just representing yeah, self-evident. Right. I'm representing this. this Dude, yeah, and, here, and, and we have, we have donors that are there, like yeah. people that support us and stuff. So I was like, you know, this is a good way for, for, for Mike to really just let loose. And, um, the, the message not only came up, but how you preached, you know, use the word of God and, uh, talking about Jesus Christ and salvation and, and all those things. And then, this young man, he's 42, something like that, yeah. got up and spoke at the end. Uh, he wasn't supposed to. He just said, look, don't lose hope. You know, our, our youth are getting it. And it was just one of those segues for us. Yeah. That's something we talk about constantly. But to hear it from someone else so young, I think, energized the room. Yeah. Uh, and it's not an energy that I'm saying like, oh, my gosh, it's we're energetic. It's a Holy Spirit move. It's like God is planting seed in these people that there is hope and that we still have a fight and that it's worth the fight. And so. Um, dude, it just, it just rocked. Oh, it, it was, was so fun. It you know? was a fun time. And, and to add on to that, um, a lot of you who are older, you'll probably look, look a lot at the younger generation and say they're hopeless. They're, they're just part of that's the media that's telling you that the other part of it is you're not seeing the transformation that is happening in young people because, because guess what? When it's darkest, it's easiest to see the light. Think about that. Think about it. When, when everything is dark around you and it's all dead, you can't help but see and be attracted to the light. And I think we're seeing and witnessing a younger generation who's really moving forward because they're realizing everything that's been sold to me is just fake. It it's is. It's just crap. It, it doesn't is. fill. And it's a consistent narrative. Look, we have another Ohioan, Leah, 
uh, is her name. She said, Ohio in here just found you guys loving everything so far. Live free or die. Boom. That, that, see, that that right there energizes me even more because this is not about politics. Yeah. This is about liberty and freedom that God gave me. So I have to be a steward. Why is it we can be stewards of our money but not stewards of our liberty? That's the biggest question we need to ask ourselves, right? So when mm -hmm. you were done with that event, we were out there for a long time at yep. night. It was, it was late night. You had to leave in the morning. So yep. I had to do a school and a, another group uh, at the end of the week up in the UP. So, or not in the UP. That's not the UP. Uh, it's out Port Huron is no, okay, by, yeah. the Canadian border, yeah. really. Uh, and so we did a school that morning that I'd done before. And uh, it's one of those things where you're just preaching and you're going, Lord, what is going on? What is going on? And I had, I, so in, in, in that area, they have to wear masks. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't trying to be defiant, Tim, uh, Miss Lisa. I was not trying to be defiant, uh, <laughs> Renee. Uh, please forgive me. But like, I had them all pull down their masks and smile at each other and like smile at me just to bring some joy it's in so the room. Important. Because it's like, dude, they were just depressed. It seemed like, you know, and, uh, but dude, what a great school. Uh, it, just again, I, I was there a couple of years ago. I got some really good responses. Uh, from there and was able to preach the gospel to these kids because you don't know who's saved and who's not. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these kids have never thought about sin. They never thought about redemption, never thought about sanctification, none of that stuff. So we were able to preach, got to really engage the teachers. Uh, and, and it's cool to see how teachers can, like when they know the answers, their kids look back and go, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they can just develop more of a relationship with the teachers. That's what we want is unity and cohesiveness. So, and, and I'm not saying tolerance, I'm saying cohesiveness. What I'm saying is the umbrella of Christ. And so then that night, uh, Shane Hernandez, he was a former state rep. Uh, he, he and, uh, Tim Keller put on an event for us. And so Tim Keller, I'll tell you about him real quick. Um, I did a public school that he invited me to two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, something like that. I did a, on constitution day, I went and spoke twice. And he said, I, he goes, do you remember that teacher across the highway was so mad that you were here talking about these things? And I was like, do you remember the principal stopped me and said, you know, I can't let you talk about Jesus and stuff like that. Well, he came back and said, not only did the principal get on them, but that teacher then started to not, I don't know if it's repent or whatever, but like started to change. The principal let me come in and speak and, and, and was the first one to give me a hug after saying, you know, I can't let you talk about this. It was great. And uh, she, the, the principal said every, all the students need to hear this message. So it's like, this is why it's so important. Like, doesn't matter where you go, be you, be yeah. what God has told you, be what God's told you to be in that, in that moment. Right. And, and that's a really important lesson because we, we tend to think this message can't be in schools. And every talk I gave, I made sure to say we're in schools and the beauty. And, and I had a couple of questions at, at the McFan where they were talking about, okay, education, how do you, you know, you talk about being able to talk about this stuff and, and God and education. How do you do that? The beautiful part is, quotes nobody can argue with the quotes so we don't 100 percent. we don't have to go in with the bible and start reading scripture all we have to do is start showing the quotes of the founders like george washington and thomas totally. jefferson and ben franklin totally and samuel adams and, and madison and the other adams and like all of these guys have plenty of quotes yeah. that point to the lord which then it's history yeah let alone the fact that there is no Separation, of church, separation of church and state. Yeah, but that's another time. And those quotes topic. open the door for you to preach the gospel. Exactly. Those quotes. Every single time I get done doing quotes, it's like what a perfect opportunity and segue for me to walk into the gospel and share the gospel with them. Yeah. And so that's what we did that night. Uh, we did the same message. One person. It takes one person, or the majority is you. I kind of changed it up a little bit um, because I didn't know where he wanted me to go. I I, I kind of got it, but then uh, we went out to dinner. Shane, Tim, his their lovely wives. And I mean that you two are so lovely, uh, Lisa and Renee, just wonderful people. 
seriously, just good, good down to home, down to earth people love, love the Lord. They, they love liberty and freedom and they're just good people. Right. And so we were there and they were kind of, I was kind of getting a gauge of where they wanted me to go. So I kind of added some slides, took out some slides and uh, was speaking to a, a room full of people who I think were just getting their feet wet. And I was yeah. like, how many are Christians? And everybody said Christian. I was like, run. So then I can use scripture. I can use the founder's quotes. I can use the foundation of our country and get them energized and activated. And it's like, this is on you now. Yeah. This is on you now. This isn't on anybody else. We can't, I could blame government, but we elect them. So it's like, there's all these things that happened that night. And I, I had such a blast doing that event. And, you know, when I was talking about William Overforce, I, I hate doing that story sometimes because I always get choked up always, but it's like, if God could let him see the victory of what he fought for, what could he give us? That's a story that can be repeated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in the three decades that it took Wilberforce yeah, 44 to, years. to succeed, right? 44 years, dude. And in three days after the vote to abolish slavery, he died. And a lot of people, Lord, how could you do that? How could you, could you imagine how much peace and rest he died with finally knowing his job was done? I want you to think about when you have a really, really, really busy day, a very heavy day, a day that you are just working yourself to the bone and you, you finally fall into bed. You're just like, oh. yeah, and we'll do that. I'll, I'll do a whole message on it. You yeah. know, what, what can one person do? And you know what we're going to do as a series, we're actually going to do a series of podcasts and, and you and I've kind of talked about this. What can we do locally, statewide, yeah. federally, all those things? We're going to pull guys like Shane and all these guys, uh, uh, Julie McCarty from, from Texas, True yeah. Texas Project, pull them in and see what we can do with our communities locally, all that stuff. Just get ideas, kind of get a think tank going and see what God's calling you to do in these areas of politics. So that last event was amazing. Um, and I think what I love about it is when people are so, they're tired of what they're seeing. And they can see that it was the spirit of God that prodded them. You know what I mean? Like, and it, inside it, inside of here, I'm like, Lord, they listened, you know, like they, yeah. they got it. They caught something, you know? And, and I think that's the coolest thing out of all these events is like either a, they get saved, B, they get convicted, C, they turn on and go, I'm going to do something now. And that's, I think that's something that we both noticed, especially on this tour. So we've been doing this for years and it just feels, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels different. It, it, it feels does. like like people there's are, a buzz now. Yeah, people are are more willing to get active. And I'm not doing this as an insult, but during the Trump years, people got comfortable. Yeah, um, and it's it, easy to. It's easy to because your guys in office, you feel like things are starting to go your way. Oh. We have to be vigilant. Do you right? know why it's easy to get comfortable? Because you depend on him to fix everything. Yes. And that is not the way our government is set up. It's us that fixes things. He's our representative of us. He doesn't he can't pass laws like that what they've been doing for years, and that's what happens. We depend on one person to fix all of our problems. It's us that has to fix these things. It's yeah. us that have to resist ungodly government. It's us that have to resist uh, unlawful edicts and all these other things. It's us that have to be peacefully uh, resistant to it. You know what I mean? So that's it's on us. It's not on anybody else. It's on us to be the voice of God. It's on us to be the heart of the Lord out there. It's on us to go feed the poor. All these things that we talk about so many times, it's on the Christian. And so, um, you know, Carrie and I are going to talk hopefully next week yeah. on what it's like. And, and again, what can one person do? But like what ministry... And the challenges of ministry, but like the fruit of ministry. That's why we wanted to do it last week. And we got shut down because of the weather. <laughs> She's sick still uh, and, and all that stuff. But um, can you go to that slide, buddy? The one with the kids? Why I'm going to talk about this is because it, it just impressed on me more that people don't know this. And I'm going to show them. Do you see the graphic right now? 
Uh, it's called our Torchbearer Society. What this is, it's a monthly sponsorship program. And you see some pictures there. Uh, those, those, I think it's Ohio, Michigan, and Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Um, those are schools that we did. Those are places we've been to and, and, and God opened the doors for. A couple of privates, a couple of, or I'm sorry, a couple of public schools, a couple of private schools, uh, I think in those pictures. But what our monthly support base covers us to do that. Why am I pitching this? And it's not even a pitch to me. This is what we need to continue to travel. Look, other groups go out and do what they do, and they have massive funding. They have backers. We don't have people backing us, uh, like businesses and stuff. We have like private businesses that support, but nothing corporate. It's literally been the people getting us to these kids. And so, look, if you can, you go to the next slide after that. And and it, I know Richard's doing ten things at once, so don't worry, Richard. But and it's not lucrative to go to small groups. It's just not. And then I'm not saying so. Look how good we are. No, no, what I'm what I'm saying is that's why larger organizations don't go to the small groups because it's not lucrative or efficient for them to do it. Exactly. And to be honest, we've kind of bucked against voices who have told us, "Look, you got to stop doing these small events." That's where our heart is at. Yeah. And, and we'll figure it out, right? But that's that- why your support. <laughs> helps us stay going yes. to those small events where there are 10, 15 people, yes. 20 people, 50 people, you know, because those people need it too, especially those kids. Yeah. Right? A lot of groups can't afford a lot of schools. If you can go back to that slide, a lot of schools can't afford what we're doing. Um, and, and a lot of places can't afford what we're doing. That's totally fine. We'll do it ourselves, but you know what? We're not, we're not 20 anymore. I realized after this tour, we drove the 20 hours, uh, that it takes to do this. And, you know, we did that years ago and that's fun. But I'm 40 now. <laughs> uh, things don't do, and I'm not as a, I'm not as spry as I once was, and I'm not speaking death over myself. I'm speaking reality. You know, the bottom line is, uh, it it costs money to do flights. It costs money to get rental cars. It costs money to do these things. We need your support. Look, you see that it says right there. Become a torchbearer. If you can become a part of our torchbearer society, it builds a base for us to know what we need to go out and do what we need to do. That way, we can keep putting on these events for kids for free. That way, I can go to camps and do these things on the on the outside. I'll still do them if you if you support or not. I don't care. Yeah, we'll God always makes out. a way. But he's also I, I heard a line earlier at a fundraiser. He's like, "We already got the money this year. It's just in your bank account, you know. So we need your help. <laughs> and so if you guys want to be a part of that, you guys can go to theselfevidenttruth.com. Sign up for monthly sponsorships and become a partner. Become a partner of what we're doing. You're sowing into good ground here. We're just doing this because God's called us to do it. And and a lot of people will throw a bunch of stuff at you. No, look, I don't have anything that that you 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 would need. I mean, I could send you a coffee mug, but you probably got a thousand of those with some really cool slogans. And I'll get you a coffee mug if you want one. If you want a shirt, I'll send you one. If you no, seriously, yeah, if you guys yeah. sign up for, for for monthly support and you want a t-shirt, I'll send you one. Right? You want to sign up for like. What we're looking for is, is, is 100 people to sign up for 25 bucks a month and 100 people to sign up for 50 bucks a month right now. And if you want to be a business that supports us, call us. Uh, you guys can call 612-237-6798. You guys can be a part of what we're doing as a business. You guys can sponsor us on a quarterly basis or a project basis or a tour basis. We need those supports too because like sometimes it gets really tricky when we're trying to buy product and all these other things. And there's expenses that happen, man. There's yeah. tons. Like we got to get a new computer for our podcast because that one's old now. Yep. Uh, that's a thousand dollars. We need you know? to update all of our equipment, basically. Yeah, and, and and we're you know we'll do it. We'll continue to do it. But guys, if you want to support us again, go to I, I just put it at the top of the podcast. I'm sorry, the Facebook. Uh, and if you're listening to this on Apple iTunes theselfevidenttruth.com theselfevidenttruth.com click on monthly sponsorships become a supporter 
become a torchbearer. And you know what? Torchbearers light the way, but also torchbearers warn. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're not only lighting the way, we're warning the people to say, look, there's a real danger here, but the spirit of God can overcome this. And we're going to do this together in Jesus name. There's so many projects we're doing in the works right now. And 2023 is going to be awesome. I know you're going to be working on a constitution course Mm -hmm. to be released here in the fall. Uh, so that people can purchase and learn the constitution because Mike's the brainiac. And I keep praising him for that because that's the gift God gave him. So like, he's such a brainiac and such a smart dude that he's, and he has an English degree. So we already have that in house where we can put this together concise and really good. Uh, and we'll be doing some more videos and yeah. things like that. We're, we're, we're coming out with so many things, uh, but we just need the support. So if you guys can please sign up. And I, I want to take this moment that if you already are part of the Torchbearer society, or you are have donated, you've given, you've bought product. We just want to say thank you, and I really mean that. Thank you. Look at that, you, dude. You know, on on our tour, one sec. On our tour, thank you so much for donating, for supporting, for helping us fundraise. Like it means the world to us because it lets us continue to move one more step. And don't think we've forgotten about you. We love you guys, and we're we're just so thankful for the fact that you help us out. I mean, look at this, uh, Shane Hernandez. Thank you, Shane. You know, that's the kind of stuff. Golly, huh. like they want to sign up for monthly, him and Renee. You know, it's like, thank that, you, Shane. That's the kind of stuff that I'm saying. Like, you can be a part of this and be a part of a change, be a part of a move. When I was there with Shane, Shane's such a principled guy that he doesn't, he doesn't listen to outside voices. He's yeah. very, very solid, very like, no, this is how this runs. And when I'm preaching, I can see where his lane is and I can see where my lane is and I can see where Tim's lane is and we're exactly positioned where we're called to be. He needs to be that politics side. He knows how dirty it is in politics. He knows what it takes to get things passed. That's his lane to follow. You got Tim, who's the more spiritual side. Not that I'm saying Shane, you're not, but I'm, no, I'm serious. (laughs) I'm I'm just, I I know where I, Shane has got the, 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 the knowledge and the wherewithal to tell people, this is how we need to do it locally. It's how we need to do it statewide. And so being there was such a cool thing because I can bring in something different to energize people and and to get them motivated to go do something for their communities. And that's just one thing. Thank you, Shane. And thank you, Renee. Uh, She was such a sweetheart. She kept messaging us, you know, if we needed anything because Carrie was so sick Uh, and just such warm hearts, man. Thank you guys so much for that. So any any comments to cover or we? No, uh, like I said, hopefully uh, Carrie next week will be on with us. Uh, You know, she just keep praying for her, guys. She, she, she. She experienced something we haven't been through in, in, a, in like 12 years. It was it was a kind of a seizure type thing. Uh, and, and it just, you know, not to get too deep in it, but just we were under attack. I mean, yeah. it was real spiritual attack. And that's that's what I was going to say is be praying for us because um, it, spiritual attack is happening. And Massey and I don't tend to really put too much focus on spiritual attack because it gets very easy for people to <laughs> yeah. just focus on that. Then there's a and, demon behind every doorknob exactly. and you know, we're not I, like that, but I, there's real stuff but too. It happens. Spiritual attack happens. So please be praying for us. Be praying for Carrie. Be praying for Massey, me, Richard, all of the self-evident staff and, and just be, pr- be praying that the ministry would go forward and that the people that need to hear it, hear it and that the kids that need to be reached are reached right and be praying that the lord will do with it what he wants to do that's that's the biggest thing is we just want to be faithful to what the lord wants. and god is so faithful to us and guys again uh the self-evident truth.com by the way i didn't give them the slides but you can also get like our new shirts uh we got the new socialism ones out guys we're coming out with a new hoodie really soon uh i'll let you in on this it's going to be something that you all know the scripture to and it's going to be such a cool design that I I'm like excited for it. Like, and, and, and I, I created the socialism one, Carrie did the, the Liberty one. We kind of make these on our own. Uh, we kind of outsource these things. And, and this one that I, that I kind of devised and designed and, uh, is going to get sent out to a professional, 
but like just we're so excited because like these messages stop people yeah. carrie was in I'll, I'll say this she'll tell you next week we were in a giant you guys you guys know the gas station buckies <laughs> it's huge right that's it's like it's like a mall that's a gas yeah. station right she's walking through and she got stopped every three four people hey where'd you get that shirt hey where'd you get that shirt she had the socialism steals kills destroy shirt on and she was able to open conversation and dialogue and tell people, look yeah. at the website in the back, you know, and it just like it, it gets people to think and like you can purchase one of those shirts online as well. Uh, do that. It supports us 100 uh, percent. We're opening up a site called Princify where it's, you can order the different colors if you want. I mean, there's so many things going on. But again, the self-evident Get on there, support our ministry. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you, I'm not a prosperity. I've never done this before. Prosperity stuff. But I know God will bless you. He yeah. just does because you're faithful. So we appreciate all your support, prayers. We need more of your prayers and intercession. If you want to put us on your church prayer team, please do, because we're out there doing it. Yep. That being said, guys, thank you so much for watching tonight. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to share. Do not forget to tell people about. Do not forget to comment. Do thumbs up, thumbs down. Just interact with us one way or another. We will be back next week. Most likely it will be Massey and Carrie and talking about what can one person do. But until then, guys, we love you so much. We're so totally. thankful that you're here with us. And uh, keep fighting. Keep going. You can't stop. We won't either. So with that said, have a great night, guys. Love you. Take care.